بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله I am grateful to Allah for giving opportunity to be with you and have this webinar again I hope that the sound and uh, picture are okay and inshallah after receiving the confirmation we can start okay bismillah ar-rahman ar-rahim uh, first uh, i should apologize that uh, uh, in the last two weeks we couldn't have the webinar Two weeks ago, I was just uh, arriving at that time in Dar es Salaam and had to take another flight, uh, so it was not possible. And last week, I was hoping to have it, but uh, I was in a place in Tanzania that the internet was not good, so uh, we had to cancel it. But Alhamdulillah, now I am in Birmingham and the speed is good, so inshallah, we are going to have. Uh, Inshallah, uh, uh, good webinar. Uh, the hadith that we were talking about was the wise saying of Imam Ali salam about the significance of knowledge. Uh, we reached this point that Imam salam was comparing knowledge with money and Imam salam said Al-ilmu haakimun wal-malu mahkumun alayh Knowledge is the ruler, is the governor but money is what is ruled, is its subject so it is um, very clear and it's obvious that what can rule is much more valuable than what is ruled. What is governing is more valuable than what is governed. So if you want to live at the level, remain at the level of subjects, then you follow money you go for money but if you want to be at the level of uh, rulers leaders then you should go for knowledge it is knowledge that can guide and give direction for money but money cannot give direction unfortunately in some societies what happens is that instead of giving the leadership when it comes to politics or when it comes to mm, the public life when it comes to for example arts different things sometimes you see that some people only because they have money or they want to make money they plan this is the worst type of planning because these people have no concern for culture for religion 
for the long-term term, uh, interest of people and they're just thinking about money how to make more money if they can make it by making people addicted if they can make it by making people watch pornography or you know bad movies so they don't mind just money is the main concern but if the planning the leadership is undertaken by the people who have knowledge who have expertise they know what people need they know what is good for people's mental health physical health spiritual health for their growth then it would be a better scenario be a better situation so Imam salam says ya kumail ma'rifatul il dinun yudanu bihi bihi yaksabul insan abba'a fi hayatihi wa jameel al-uhdut ba'da wafatihi as we explained and wal-ilmu haakimun wal-mahmalu mahkumun alayhi oh kumail knowledge is power and it can lead to obedience we gave two interpretations if you remember means being obeyed by people or being able to obey god a man of knowledge during his lifetime can make people obey and follow him and also after he dies he would have jamilul uhdus that means people will speak about him in an admirable way they praise him they respect him then remember that knowledge is a ruler and wealth its subject so this is very important thing to remember about the difference between knowledge and money now let us move to the next sentence ya kumail and i will try to change the slide also for you okay so now you can see the next slide ya kumail halaka khuzanul amwal wa hum ahya'un o kumail the people who are saving accumulating and putting money over money these are destroyed these are finished even when they are alive halaka means died was destroyed even if they are physically alive but they have no significance their life is at the service of money at the service of material pleasure so their life is less valuable but but the people who have dedicated their life to learning the people who are knowledgeable they remain forever even after they die so those who dedicate their life to money even when they are alive they are dead ulama even after they die they are alive as i explained last week indeed sometimes you see that their presence after the death is even more 
there are ulama that their works are more used after they die because people gradually come to know more about them there are ulama that they are uh, available their thoughts their contribution is available in every library if you look at for example Allah rahmatullah maybe even during his life he was not as present as he is today you cannot find any library public library in uh, for example the Shia world and even in many non-Shia places unless as Al-Mizan you cannot find any book on Tafsir later written after him written by his students by ulama unless they refer to Al-Mizan so he's very present as long as this world is continuing they are there and they are present then Imam said you cannot see them physically among the people those illuminating faces that remind you of God are no longer available you cannot look at their face you cannot uh, see them you cannot meet them you cannot listen to them directly because their body is buried but but their ideas their examples their wisdom are present in the hearts of people in their mind in their heart people remember them this is more important although it is important to meet and have encounter with them eye to eye but the main thing at the end is to learn from their knowledge and wisdom and that is available then Imam salam said ha innaha huna la'ilman jamma wa ashara biyadihi ila sadr Imam salam said that There is a great knowledge in he pointed to his chest and you know that for a person who is knowledgeable who has great knowledge is very uh, important to be able to find people that he can trust them and he can pass this knowledge to him because in Islam we have this rational approach that knowledge should be shared we don't want to have monopoly over knowledge unfortunately there are people that when they know something they don't teach it people unless they get lots of things from them you see if we know technology if we know these things we don't give it to you you have to pay a lot for it and sometimes even they 
who love to enslave you so that they share a little of their knowledge with you but in Islam we have the idea that zakatul ilm nashruh if you want to be thankful to Allah and give alms give charity as a sign of gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what you have been given you should share your knowledge with people in the same way that you share your money with the people Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in hadith which are available even in Sunni brothers sources uh, is quoted as saying that Rahimallahu abdan sam'a maqalati fadha'aha May Allah's mercy be on the one who listens to my word, to my hadith and then keeps it and understands it and safeguards uh, it and also uh, he makes sure that this hadith is passed on to the people who haven't heard who have not been present so he tries to benefit himself but he passes on to the other people and then it says it's very possible, very likely, that sometime a person has some piece of advice, some piece of wisdom, some piece of knowledge, and he himself doesn't understand. But he can pass it on to someone who understands. Or he understands, but there is someone who better understands. So this is an amana. So in Islam, when you have knowledge, you are responsible for keeping and protecting this knowledge and at the same time sharing it with the people who are trustworthy and reliable so for someone like Imam salam who had lots of knowledge lots of things in his uh, heart in his chest it was very important to be able to find someone that he can pass on his knowledge but unfortunately it's not easy to find the people who have all the required qualifications so Imam referred to his chest and said if I can find someone who can contain who can carry this knowledge with whom I can share this knowledge so there is a lot that I want to share if there is someone that I can share with him. What is the problem? Why Imam cannot share with people? Then he explains himself. Let me change the slide for you. Imam says, yes. Sometimes I find some people that they are very intelligent. Lakana means they understand very quickly, very easily. But the problem with them is, is that they are not reliable. You cannot trust them. They understand things very nicely, quickly, but their purity is questionable 
they don't learn knowledge for the sake of God. They learn knowledge for the material benefit that they want to have. So, مُسْتَعْمِلًا آلَةَ الدِّينَ لَدُّنْيَا They use the instrument, the means which is to be used for religion, for dunya, for material gain. So instead of using this knowledge to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to act according to the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they want to gain money. They sell their knowledge to gain something. This is the problem. So there is high IQ, there is high you know, intelligence, they can understand, but there is no commitment. So this is one group with whom a man cannot share his knowledge. Then Imam salam says that وَمُسْتَذْهِرًا بِنِعْمِ اللَّهِ عَلَىٰ عِبَادِهِ وَبِحُجَجِهِ عَلَىٰ أَوْلِيَائِهِ This is another problem about the first group. They try to benefit from Allah's blessings Allah's bounties against Allah's servants. They learn in order to show off. They learn in order to bring people under their control. They don't want good for the servants of God. They want to use this so that they can rule over them and govern them and ask them to serve them. They use the hujjah of Allah, the knowledge, the proof that Allah has given them against Allah's friends. They want to debate. They want to prove themselves and refute them. So this is the first group. People who have good understanding, good intelligence, but their intention is not good, their heart is not pure. The second group that Imam finds, but still he cannot share his knowledge with them, is They are obedient for those who carry the truth, those who are entrusted with the truth. But let me change for you this slide, yes. So they have this nice trait of character that they are obedient, but the problem is that they are not intelligent. They don't have basira, they don't have insight about different aspects of knowledge. It's not that they have deep understanding. As soon as a little question comes, a little objection comes, a little criticism comes, he starts doubting. This is the problem. If you were insightful and understanding, you can 
face all the questions because Islam is a religion of truth, a religion of argument, a religion of rational discussion, and we don't have any problem if someone wants to get involved in a serious scientific a scholarly discussion about Islam or anything that Islam has taught. But if someone is not confident, is not strong, has not understood himself things properly, has maybe just heard something or memorized something, this person would have difficult time when people challenge him. They can start doubting and shaking in his faith. So Imam says that يَنْقَدْهُ الشَّكُّ فِي قَلْبِهِ لَأَوَّلَ عَارِذٍ مِنْ As soon as an objection comes, he would have doubt in his heart. أَلَا لَا ذَا وَلَا ذَا Neither the first group nor the second group can be good enough to share with whom knowledge. So, Imam then refers to another group. If you look at the next slide, so neither of them was capable of acquiring the superior knowledge that I can impart. So, what else remains? Then Imam says, أَوْ مَنْهُومًا بِالْلَذَّةِ we find other people, Imam says, I find other people in addition to two, that is a person who is only interested in pleasure. Of course, when we say pleasure, we don't mean here a spiritual pleasure, like pleasure of prayer. When we say lava here means material pleasure, physical pleasure. So he is very much uh, controlled and directed by his lower desires, by his dreams and loss. He can easily be dragged away from the path of religion by his desire by his loss. Then Imam carries on. Let me go to the next slide. That there are people also who are interested in accumulating and uh, putting uh, things together for having more money, more wealth this is also another problem none of these people are protecting religion none of them has anything to do with protection of religion ra'at is the plural form for ra'i ra'i means guardian it is used also in Arabic for shepherd because it takes the cattle to feed them and looks after them so that no wolves would attack them so this is Ra'i so 
none of them is thinking about religion and protecting and safeguarding religion. Akrabu shay'in shabahan bihima al-an'amu sabiqa al-an'amu sa'ima the closest thing the nearest thing to them that you can find are animals that have interest in food so they are like cow like donkey like horse their interest is in satisfying their physical desire they are after food if an animal is after food it's not a problem because animal doesn't have desire for human values like knowledge like beauty like love for the good people like devotion to God okay see if an animal doesn't have these things it's not a problem but if a human being doesn't have these good qualities and concerns and it's only concerned with what animals do and love to have then this is the problem so aghrabu shay'in shabahan bihima al-an'am as-sa'im the closest the nearest thing to them are the animals kadhalika yamutu al-'ilm bi-mawti hamili it is in this way that when the people who have knowledge die, knowledge dies with them. Because if there is no one to receive this amana from ulama, and ulama keep the knowledge hidden in their chest, when they die, knowledge also dies. When they disappear, the knowledge disappears. But if they find good people and teach them and they make become alim, then they can continue. So Kadalika Yamutul Ilm the Mauti Hamili. If you look at the next slide, Imam Salam says if the trustees, if the carriers, if the containers, if the people who are entrusted with knowledge and wisdom die, then unfortunately knowledge also dies and disappears. Okay, does it mean that there is no one at all? So, even there is no one single person in the world that Imam can pass his knowledge to him? Imam says, yes, there are some people. Allahumma bala la takhlul ardu min qa'imin lillah bihujjah. Yes, earth would be never empty from a hujjah of Allah, from a true servant of God, from a wise servant of God. Whether he is in the state of occultation or presence, and still there must be a hujjah of Allah. So Imam is not talking about them, for example, Imam Hassan, and then for example, Imam Hussein for Imam Hassan or Imam Ali ibn al-Hussein for Imam Hussein. No, definitely they have one person to succeed and they pass their special knowledge that they have, but even knowledge that they have, 
what they have received from the Prophet to the next Imam. Or in the time of Imam Askari, he passed on to the Imam Zaman, Imam Mahdi Sharif, who went into occultation. And Imam Mahdi is the last one. So he would be there till the end of the world. So we have, Alhamdulillah, at least in every generation, one person who has the capacity to receive the entire knowledge from the previous Imam or Prophet. But the problem is that we need more people. Allahumma bala la takhlul ardu min qa'imin lillah bihujjah imma wahiran mashhura wa imma kha'ifan madmura. Either he is available in the public and everyone can see him and talk to him or he is hidden and he's covered like Imam Zaman. Imam Zaman, of course, he's not invisible in a physical sense that sometimes you see in some films or movies that there is someone that his body cannot be seen. No. Imam has physical body, physical pres presence. He walks, he drinks, he eats, he sleeps. He goes to Hajj every year. Uh, Hadith said it comes to your, he comes to your markets, puts uh, his foot on your carpet. So Imam is physically there. But the thing is that his identity is covered. People cannot recognize that he is Imam. So whether it's uh, an Imam who is present or an Imam who is in the occultation, there is a hujjah of Allah to receive this knowledge from the previous ma'asum, previous hujjah of Allah, and keep it and pass it on to the next Imam. Except the last Imam that would keep it for himself because he's not going to be followed by another Imam. So, La Takhlul Ardu Min Qa'imin Lillahi Bihujjah, the one that stands up, uprises for the sake of Allah, who established the Hujjah of Allah, Imma Zahira Mashhura, Wa Imma Qa'ifan Mahmura, Allah Tabtul Hujjadullah Bayyanatul. So that Allah's proofs and clear signs would not be uh, expiring and finished. There must be continuity. This legacy must be handed over. But how many of them are there? If you look at the next slide, and then the next slide, these are the ones that I have explained. And now this one. How many are they? And where could they be found? Imam said, by Allah, they are very few. But few in number, very, but very high in quality, in position, qadr. 
قدر means position, significance, weight, value. Here quantity is more important than sorry, quality is more important than quantity. One hujja of Allah is enough for all humanity. Not only humanity, even non-human beings benefit from him. But there is no reason why they cannot be people next to him, under him, who can also be carrying this knowledge. Of course, alhamdulillah, in every generation we have ulama, we have people who are very close to Imam Zaman, who also have some share in this knowledge. But in some ages and in some places, it's hard to find such people. And this makes someone like Amirul Mu'mineen unable to find easily people with whom he can share his knowledge. Okay, there are a few more sentences, but there are beautiful ideas in those sentences. And I stop here. I am going also to say my prayer here, inshallah. And therefore, I don't want to delay. Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enable us to serve Him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the capacity and qualification needed for receiving the knowledge of Quran, the knowledge of Ahlul Bayt and inshallah I answer maybe one two questions and if you don't mind uh, you can send your questions but I will answer it answer them next week uh, question one Salamun alaikum alaikum salam it seems Imam Ali al salam is very particular about who should be given knowledge is it because a wrong person can more harm than good if he is given knowledge otherwise knowledge is always going to yes sometimes when they are given this type of knowledge they can misuse they can bring people towards themselves and instead of guiding them misguide them and sometimes they don't have capacity but there are many deep ideas that if someone has no capacity will be confused and then he will confuse other people so you need capacity and you need commitment these two should be together question two salam alaikum shaykh alaikum salam rahmatullah what islamic knowledge would you suggest to start with to get closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of course the main thing is aqaid before anything else we should have proper understanding of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his plan for us, and our duties towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. and then fiqh, which is the guideline for action, and akhlaq, which tells us what qualities to have, what qualities not to have. Both aqa'id and akhlaq are very much based on Quran and hadith. Fiqh is more based on hadith because in the Quran we have only the principles of fiqh. Lots of details are to be learned from hadith. So, knowing more tafsir of Quran, knowing more hadith are very important. But before anything else, we have to equip ourselves with proper understanding of aqaid, of our beliefs, our doctrines, and and Akhla, inshallah. Thank you very much. May Allah be with you. 
may Allah support you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive our sins and enable us to enter the holy month of Ramadan while we are pure, while he is pleased with us, so that we can really benefit from the month of Ramadan and be able to witness, inshallah, the night of Qad. So, inshallah, next week uh, we would have uh, again our webinar, and I hope to, inshallah, uh, be with you next week from home, inshallah. Wa'asaru da'wana and alhamdulillah, rabbil'ah.